Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What is going on everybody? My name is Carol. Welcome to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Here to Try podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about all things film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Shaheen. Shout how's it going? The, the enthusiasm. I'm full of beans. You, that's a lie. I turned it on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've lied to yourself and the audience. <laughs> Before we start, I was like, oh god. <laughs> okay. I'm not ready. For this. <laughs> we have to start with one thing, Sean. No, we don't. And that is roasting, Mr. Shaheen. Okay, um, don't roast me. Sean turns up to my house today. Yeah. As you tend to do on a Sunday. <laughs> Don't tell him when we're recording. Oh, um, on a Monday. Yeah, Monday morning. Um, and then I'll be up again on Wednesday. Every single day. But um, you turn up to my house. We have a chat. We do. And um, we're just having a, a conversation as we are wanted. We don't just like start talking for this. We actually kind of have a... Fucking co- wish we co- yeah, yeah, fair enough. No, that's completely fine. That's what my family said. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then he goes to go look at his bag. And what can you not find, Sean? What's the one thing you bring, really? Because I have everything else here. Purpose? No, no, not purpose in a bag. What? what Enthusiasm. Else? No, I'm thinking of your microphone. Because Sean forgot his fucking microphone. Uh, look. <laughs> it's early in the morning. I was rushing for a train. Uh, you wouldn't need a microphone for a podcast. You'd be fine. Luckily, we... I have supplied a backup microphone. We have a backup that one. That has sat in the studio for months. <laughs> gathering dust. <laughs> Just gathering dust. But you're listening to it right now and it sounds the best I've ever sounded. Um, see, now you don't know that for sure. In the edit, we shall find out if that is true. Guess who edits it, bitch? Okay. <laughs> I think actually the last time you ever said this will be the best edit ever, that was like an episode where... Um, I think there was like I I was either echoing or there was a lag. Well, you famously speak with an echo. I do actually. That's that's true. That's my one characteristic. You're like a reverse duck quack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put that on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> reverse duck quack. Um, so this is movie Mondays. I just wanted to roast you for. Didn't work though. Di- well, I did. Thick kinda. skinned boy. <laughs> And she wipes a tear. <laughs> <laughs> my um, 
<laughs> so Jake. <laughs> H-I-C-C. <laughs> <laughs> to make that clear um, okay so we're starting off this week Sean as we tend to do two trailers popped out this week yeah that's it's it popped the right phrase oh, they popped from somewhere they did didn't we all name. we're very enthusiastic <laughs> I'm scared it's the new mic for <laughs> ten minutes in fall right off a cliff but first <laughs> Kingsman um, the Kingsman so what did you first of all what did you think of the first Kingsman I really enjoyed the first Kingsman okay I watched it with my girlfriend's parents. Right, that's a weird crew yeah, to tell watch. Me about it. Yeah, but it how did they feel when that lady got her legs chopped off? We all enjoyed it. After we all had laughs. <laughs> we all had fun. It was a lovely New Year's. Yeah. Uh, so we strange funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Kingsman One, and then Kingsman Two, the Golden Circle happened. Wasn't gold at all. No, it, like it had its moments, but it was. It was just. It was nothing special. You know what it was? It was empty. Oh yeah. It was like the studio had said, do it again. Do it again, but you also have to have Channing Tatum and, yeah. Jeff Bridges, and also have an American thing because we want to spit off. Yeah, weirdly it didn't have as much heart as the first Kingsman. Well, The Kingsman, uh, this is the trailer for the prequel. The prequel to the original Kingsman yeah, trailer. same so universe. They've got one good one, one bad one, and they've released the trailer for the newest one. As I said, there's two trailers this week. We will get to the Birds of Prey. That'll be... We normally go start and finish if there's two. It's yeah. Kind of, um, and we go with the one we don't care about as much. But it's, <laughs> the other one is hard I'm to more course. excited for the King's Man, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> be very clear, no. <laughs> but the King's Man... I watched this trailer. Matthew Vaughn is directing... And he, he's, a, he's a very good director. Is he, though? Um, oh, that's a strong stance. Is he the one who's hit and miss? Or am I thinking of Brian Singer? I think you're thinking of Brian Singer. Brian Matthew Singer. Vaughan was the one who did... The uh, X-Men First Class. First Class. Okay, he's class. And Kingsman. Yeah, okay, he's all right. <laughs> I'll allow it. Keep working, Matthew. <laughs> he's not bad. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> um, so this is going to be... Uh, yeah, a prequel, so it goes back to World War One. I, I think Very it is. Interesting. Or is it World War Two? World War One. It's World War One. Because I'm pretty sure we see the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand. Do we? The event that kicked off World War One. From the band know. Franz Ferdinand. God damn it. What? No, is that wrong? Take me out. <laughs> <laughs> Take me out, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about the trailer. First thing I will say about this trailer. Yeah. It gave me the old vibe of the first Kingsman. It did, and I think it's the Britishness. You think? I think so. I think it's just a very British, British intelligence, secret spy kind of thing. Do you think that was the problem with the second one? That they like tried to go international? I don't know. It's it's a weird one because I I enjoyed some of the stuff mm. in uh, Kingsman, but a lot of it was the interactions between the original cast. Yeah, and the American thing like felt like kind of a. Now of, they're in America. They like got their friends of, went to England. Yeah, they kind of got pushed aside. Yeah. It's like an bit. episode of The Simpsons where they're like, they go to Brazil. Or, yeah. It's just, okay, here they're in a new wacky scenario. It doesn't make, yeah, I, I agree. So it was important for this one that the first trailer, you give people the vibe that this is back to the classic, or back to, back to the classic, back to like the original Kingsman. Yeah, because the first Kingsman was all about like honour and duty. Honour and duty and then pure mayhem once it kicks off. Yeah. So to set that in World War One, which is, I l- look, where they're going to find comedy in there, I am excited to see. <laughs> well, the Ferdinand assassination. <laughs> Barrel of laughs. Barrel of laughs for everyone around. Can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's alive still. <laughs> 
It might be. Too soon. <laughs> might be too soon. Might be too soon. Give it a year. Um, so, what I will say is, because we said the second one was empty, mm. I think this one, there's only one trailer, but I felt a bit of charm. I felt like... Yeah, and it this feels like a film designed to trick people who like war movies. You think? Because if you call it The King's Man, and you just see a load of war footage... Oh, yeah. What are you going to that, think? That's like? true. Like, until it gets to Kingsman... The like the suit manufacturer. Yeah, this could be any other World War One movie, and, and we'll see like them using different technologies. As Ivan says, like this is a parachute. Yeah, which is cutting edge at the time. So we see them using cutting edge, which is things now we don't care about in any way. Yeah, now it's like, oh, of course he's using a parachute. Yeah, if you jump no- out nowadays, it's oh he jumped out without a parachute. <laughs> it's even cooler. Yeah, <laughs> ever since Point Break. <laughs> Tom Cruise does it all the time. Oh, he just jumps out of everything. Hates parachutes. Hates his life. Um, <laughs> Ray Fiennes is in this. Ray Fiennes looks great. He looks really cool. He plays that very well. That old school, like gentlemanly, yeah, fighter. Yeah, and you, you could you could tell that like I bet he was like a badass in his time. Yeah, which they, everyone was back then. Back then, everyone was just milk and steak. Milk and steak. <laughs> but I, like. I'm watching, you know, I'm watching Peaky Blinders recently. Yes. Everyone in that's just a fighter because they had to be. Just because that's how you live. Yeah, just on the streets. Rough and tough. <laughs> like us. Like us. You're rough, rough, I'm tough. <laughs> Anyone who says you're rough, I'm tough, we're immediately not rough nor tough. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, the Kingsman trailer came out. Matthew Vaughn coming back. I think this is, this could be... I don't think it'll be as good as the first one, but I don't think it'll be as bad as the second one. No, I think it's going to be its own thing. And I'd like it to be, maybe if they don't have a Scottish man sing Country Roads this time. Do you think that they will release more of World War One if this does well, or will they go back to the original? Ooh. Because I think they're doing a King Tree anyway, Kingsman Tree. With Eggsy and all yeah. that. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I don't know. I, like... I think if you do this, you do a World War Two Kingsman next, mm. and a, you, like you have the two, I suppose eras of Kingsman, and just run them side by side. In Vietnam War, Vietnam, they'd be useless in Vietnam. They'd be, oh, <laughs> they couldn't handle the terrain. Where's the suit shops? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't blend in in the suit. <laughs> yeah, this is the Kingsman suit shop. Uh, the Cold War, maybe. The, the- <laughs> now we're just naming wars. <laughs> The war on drugs. <laughs> the war on drugs. Eggsy's addicted to cocaine. Oh my god. <laughs> Ray Fiennes loves heroin. You can't. Ray Fiennes, the, the actor. The, no, I don't, I don't want to put that on him. The character. <laughs> he's very into his role. He's 107 and he loves heroin. Oh, he looks great. <laughs> he does look well. Um, Ralph yeah. as well. What? Ralph Is Fiennes. it Ralph Fiennes? No, it's Rafe. Is it Rafe? But it's Ralph. Fiennes. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, Get over it. Who are you kidding, Ralph? <laughs> Call him Ralph. <laughs> Is he part of our new vendetta? We he's start of our new beef crew. Oh, yeah. we're starting to be... We, who have we had to know? The so Rock. many. With The Rock we started with. Yeah, Jared Leto, obviously. Jared Leto, um, a given. Johnny given. Depp. Johnny Depp. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, but no, I think... We have a begrudging bro- respect for Tom he's Cruise. He's so crazy that you have to respect the man. The weird lizard failure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
He turned pure lizard and you'd be gone. Pure lizard. <laughs> pure lizard. I don't, 100% pure lizard. So I think if we just add Ralph Fiennes to that list. Uh, yeah. it, could, it could also go into celebrity names we mispronounce. That's true. To, to avoid causing hassle for ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't, what other names do we mispronounce? Leto. Oh yeah, no, Leto. 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 Timothy cruise ship. Timothy cruise ship, fair play to him. <laughs> Hong Kong! <laughs> Is that a cruise ship? That's a, that's a sick seagull. God, that seagull doesn't have long left at all. I, he should get taken to a vet, really. It's fa- yeah, yeah, his family needs to he's, come to He's basically with. dead. So, um, yeah, King, the Kingsman, the trailer, it looks fine. Yeah, I, I like I like to see a full Kingsman as well, because we've only seen like hol- weird holographic old dudes yes. at a table. And I think the fight scenes this will obviously be great. Yeah. Matthew I, Vaughn is... I think I saw a gun sword in there. Yes. Yeah, gun sword. Matthew Vaughn is very good at action. It's about the story around it. Like, the Golden Circle had great action. Yeah. But the story around it was shit. Whereas the first Kingsman had great action and the story around it was good. So, we know the action is set. That's fine. It's yeah. what you put around it. I think this this could be good. And it, it's a good way to kind of refresh. Like Yeah, it's a new look at... Uh, something we already know. Yeah. Um, okay, we're moving on to something that I wanted to talk to you about and could spark a big debate between ourselves. Right. Jaffa cakes are cakes. The, oh, Jaffa cakes are cakes, aren't they? They are, yeah, because they go stale. Yeah, QI told me that. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So QI's amazing. It's it? such a great show. Let's watch QI. It's the QI based podcast. <laughs> Pretty sure there is a QI podcast. I, absolutely. I think it's, um, there's a QI podcast, not to promote other podcasts. No, but, not at all. Why are you wasting your time on this one? But there's QI podcasts where the writers of the facts, oh, they have their cool. own podcast and they tell you random facts. That sounds like a good podcast. It does, yeah. Not that I'd listen to one. <laughs> Only this one. <laughs> yeah. I just listen to our podcast. That I am on. <laughs> I forgot my microphone. <laughs> If you want to see how professional we are. <laughs> You're alright, it's me. Yeah, I'd actually no, I'm, I'm always, just a disaster. I'm always perfect. You forgot your batteries on Friday. It is. Yeah, fair play. Uh, Todd Phillips. Yeah. Why are you sad? You have, a tick, sad, you have a tick boy skin. <laughs> <laughs> Even this tick boy skin can be punctured. <laughs> sharp Todd- words. <laughs> Todd Phillips. Is come out. He's the director of the Joker movie. Yeah. And he says that woke culture is killing movies, Sean. I, I wanted to talk about this. Mostly because I just want to rag on Joker. But I wanted to talk about you this. You haven't even seen Joker. No, you have. I saw it yesterday. What do you think? Quite good. Quite good. Really enjoyed it. Good stuff. I need you to see it so we can talk about it on this. We will do a review next week. Next week? Next week we will do a spoiler-filled review okay, of Joker. Okay, all spoilers. All spoilers, straight up. But, like... What, what the fuck does woke culture mean? Yeah. Does so, that just mean not being a dick to people? So Todd Phillips is of course doing the Joker movie and uh, he then had a conversation about why he doesn't do comedies. Because Phillips is primarily known for his comedies. The Hangover. The Hangover movies, Old School and Road Trip. I've not seen either of those but, two, but I've seen the first technically Hangover. Co- <laughs> technically comedies. Yeah. So he says in his quote, Go try to be funny nowadays with this war culture. There were articles written about why comedies don't work anymore. I'll tell you why. Because all the fucking funny guys are like, Fuck this shit, because I don't want to offend you. It's hard to argue with 30 million people on Twitter. You just can't do it, right? So you just go out, so you just go, I'm out, I'm out. And you know what? 
with all my comedies. I think that what comedies in general all have in common is they're irreverent. So I go, how do I do something something irreverent but fuck comedy? Oh, I know. I'll let I'll t- let's take the comic book movie universe and turn it on its head with this. Right, right. Okay. That's a long quote. That's true. Here's an irreverent comedy that's not a dick to anyone. Mm. The IT crowd. Great show. Great show. Offends nobody. Maybe and some gods. Maybe some gods. But. <laughs> He's talking nowadays you can't do comedy, Sean. There's no comedy things ever coming out in genre. No one ever makes comedies anymore. That's the one comedy. Like, that's, that's. It's like he's blaming everyone for people not liking his movies. That's exactly what this is. Because The Hangover was a series of dirty jokes and grown men acting like children. Yes. And so was... And they made three of them and people got tired. So was Old School. And Road Trip. And Road Trip. Yeah. So he's he's just mad he can't make the same movie for a sixth time. Yeah. See, like, it it's all comes back to... I mean, I read this quote, and I, I who was it, Taika Waititi came out, and yeah. he was like, this makes me sad. No, I think... Ragnarok! Yeah. It's the best comedy. Like, Taika Waititi commented, lol, he's funny, on his Twitter, <laughs> and said, like, this was a joke. Yeah. Because his thing is that, because why he's doing the joke, or why he made it so dour and so dark, is because he can't do comedies anymore. But then you have Taika Waititi, who's making uh, Jojo Rabbit. Yes. See, there's a thing. He's like, whoa, culture. You can't do any comedy at all. And then there's some dude who's Running doing... around as Hitler. <laughs> as Hitler. In a comedy. A comedy that we both said, it looks like it has a lot of heart as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can do comedy. Just be clever about it. No, no. What about the poo and the shit jokes? Oh, of course. Yes, no, you're right. No. They, they make a baby wear sunglasses. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good, yeah. Um, I think... I think this quote makes me like the Joker movie less. <laughs> See, I can't, like, I really, the direction in the Joker movie, from what I saw, and I'm not giving out any spoilers, hmm. it was very well made. Oh, I'm sure it was. Like, I I can't believe the guy who made The Hangover made it. Yeah. Kind of thing. But, don't, don't. Uh, don't ruin the goodwill that you've just built up. Yeah, and don't say, I'm just making this to be a rebel. Yeah. Like, he's saying, I... He's also saying there that he doesn't like the way comic book movies are made. And so he's going to twist all that on its head by making a very good one. Right. That's just making a good movie. Yeah, like... And you're allowed to do that and be proud of it. Well, this is this relies into the Martin Scorsese thing, but I didn't want to talk yeah. about that because, I mean, who here is shocked that... How old is it? Martin Scorsese isn't sit, sitting in the cinema going, I hope Ant-Man is okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that. Oh, lads! Like, yeah. Fair enough, Martin. And I don't even think that's a threatening thing. No, I just... I think they don't understand it, so they don't value it as much. And which is weird. Scorsese, I can understand because he's just not in that world. Yeah. That's fair enough. And I mean, he's obviously amazing as a director, so it's kind of like, ah, right, we'll let you off. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to like everything somebody else likes. But Todd Phillips is in the world, but he's also shitting on the world. This is his way of being like, I'm in it, but like, I'm better than ye. Like, yeah. It's like he doesn't want to be a comic book movie director. Yeah. So he's. And like. 
And he's using that as a platform to also shit on the fact that nobody can do comedies because you've got cooks out there, Sean. Social justice warriors. Side boys. Side boys out there who won't let them do stupid comedies. Which, like, people are still making stupid comedies. They just don't make as much money. People like smart comedies. People like smart comedies. People yeah. are big fans of smart people comedies. Are like mo- people like movies that are other things and are comedies. Yeah, because a comedy in itself is just joke, 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 and that gets fucking exhausting. Yes. Like, Airplane is a classic, but I don't think that would work now. No, I don't think so. I think they'd ruin Airplane now. Oh, yeah. Also, woke culture would kill Airplane. Woke culture. You know, That's the thing. Can't can't have fun you anymore. You can't be racist anymore. You can't be racist. You can't be can't, sexist. You can't have a gag which is essentially a line of people beating a woman. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, though. <laughs> <laughs> the nun with the nun jokes always gets me. And is the doctor with a revolver? <laughs> the doctor with a revolver. And I think it's Muhammad Ali is there yeah. with boxing clubs bouncing up and down. It's fucking like That's good. It's good. Oh man, airplane's good. It's airplane good. two is also good. I don't think so. I don't think Airplane 2 is good. They go to space. No, not about that. I think they're as good as each other. Wow, that is shocking. Um, We didn't even talk about comedies nowadays, but there's loads of comedies nowadays that are really good and they don't offend anybody. Yeah, and there's more being made all the time. And Taika Waititi pipes up. Yeah. And he is like an absurdist comedy fucking genius. Well, what's a comedy that came out this year? I can't even think. Comedies in 2019. Or, or even like a TV show. Like you have... Like all of a sudden Philadelphia is still coming out. Yeah. And that's still... And you have animated stuff like Archer. Big Mouth just came out. Yeah. Like... the Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman. Oh man. Bojack Horseman is like a comedy, but it's the saddest fucking comedy <laughs> you've ever watched. Yeah. And... The, oh. Uh, I, uh, my girlfriend told me there's a theory that at the end of Bojack Horseman... He's going to be real, real sad and walk into a bar and the bartender is going to oh. say, why the long face? Oh, that's good. That's... And the, the past six seasons have been a setup for that. <laughs> and everyone just looks at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, gotcha. You fucking watch this. <laughs> so I just want to talk about this because um, I just think, I think he might just be, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, broken down by the system. He's fatigued. Yeah, he's fatigued, but like... He's also just sad that nobody likes his Hangover 3. Yeah, does he? would he prefer to be making Hangover 4 than making The Joker? I don't know. Which has received critical and commercial success. Yeah. But only because he wanted to turn on its head because he hates comic book movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm so good that the stuff I hate is great. <laughs> That's how good I am. That's how amazing this reminds Todd me Phillips of, is. Um, was it David Ayer? He's the, the director. Suicide Squad. Yeah, and he was on the Ray Carver like, fuck Marvel, this yeah. is our big deal. Like, if you have goodwill built up, don't ruin it by being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and now you've got James Gunn. Yeah. Who's, who's doing the Suicide Squad. Load of goodwill, not being a dick about it. And he's been completely nice. Yeah. And he, did you see his tweet during the week where uh, he was like, oh, Marvel sent me this present as a, like, a thank you. For oh, working at I Suicide didn't see this. He was on his first day of shooting Suicide Squad and Marvel apparently sent him this like scrapbook of him working on Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's and really like, sweet. good luck. Good luck at Suicide Squad. You're going to be no great. No bad blood. No bad blood at best. all. Which, that's good publicity. Good publicity. You get him goodwill. Because then you have James Gunn, who is like Lord in DC at the minute. Yeah. And he's still tweeting out about Marvel. Marvel are still getting their oar in there. And you're saying that jokes have the potential to offend people, Sean, so maybe you should stop making comedies forever. 
it's true. Mm. Everything should be gritty and serious, like Man of Steel <laughs> and Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman is cinematic masterpiece. Now, in fairness, when did it start going wrong? Yeah. They started making jokes in Justice League. You're dead fucking right. Too quippy. I like how in our heads, Batman vs Superman was rock solid, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was the Justice League that went wrong. That's when it turned. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, so. We're moving on. I just want to talk about that because Todd Phillips, why you ruined that goodwill, man? Yeah, you could have just stayed quiet for. If a you week. had just said, like, I'm turning comic book movies on its head, fine. Yeah. Then, or, or just say I'm trying to do something fucking different. Instead of going, these fucking little bitch boys out there. Endgame is worthless <laughs> as a property. <laughs> and Martin Scorsese is dead right. That's what he said. Yeah, he just loves Martin Scorsese. Ah, who doesn't? Um, we're moving on to our next piece of news. The Matrix 4, Sean. Oh, it happens again. The fourth. The fourth. Of the do Matrix. Do you think they'll do M4 tricks? Uh, like oh, that's good. Stick. That's good. Mm. Yes. That, okay. No, I would turn the M into a 4. The M into for a tricks. For a tricks. That sounds like a cream you get for a certain type no, of rap. Four Atrix and a four at the end. Four Atrix four. Four Atrix four. The fourth four Atrix four, film. The fourth four Atrix film. <laughs> this is why I'm not in the cinema world. <laughs> what if? What if they're all fours? What if every letter's a four now? Except for the I. You're like, how is anybody going to read it? Just, just guess. They'll be able to read the four 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 they could be casting a young Neo and a Morpheus in the movie. Now, this adds a lot of intrigue to Matrix 4, because how young are you talking? Yeah, Keanu Reeves hasn't aged in about 40 years, so you can't get a young Keanu Reeves. You're going to have to go back to, like, 10. See, yeah, or even, like, Bill and Ted Keanu Reeves. <laughs> okay, he could what just do that the new Bill and Ted movie... Oh, shit. ...is linked with the Matrix. Fuck. Ah. Uh-huh. Right. And they travel through time. And dimensions. And dimensions into the uh, Matrix u- universe. Okay. That's Profit. it. Your hands are up. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm going to be quiet after this from now on. <laughs> I think I've made my point. <laughs> I, I think that's pretty clear. <laughs> but, um, see, I don't know, because if you want to go young Lawrence Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne's son played him in Ant-Man 2. Oh, he looks really good. He looks like Lawrence Fishburne. Almost like his son. (laughs) God. Isn't that weird? Don't be starting rumours now, But I don't know. Because I suppose it depends on the story you're going to tell. Like, is this Neo's last moments as he dies and he remembers his entire life? Well, technically, if it's 20 years ago, if they go a character who's 20 years younger, that's basically just... Keanu Reeves in Matrix, in Matrix 1 when he's just a 20 something dude yeah so you have to go younger than that right so he's a teen he's an awkward teen you'd have to go a teenager in the Matrix and a young Morpheus who would Morpheus be good as a teenager his son is a teenager though no he's he's a man and if you cast him as a man you have to cast Keanu Reeves I'm sure Keanu Reeves could just play himself that's true double it up like St- the parent trap 
Put shoes on his knees. Put shoes on his knees. <laughs> Every scene. Every scene. Even when he's old, Keanu Reeves. But he's also five. Yeah. <laughs> but he just looks like Keanu Reeves. He has the beard. He still has the John Wick beard. Let's really test how young this dude looks. <laughs> Put shoes on his knees. I just feel like, act seven. <laughs> act like a child, Keanu. Come on now. Do you think that they're like... The plot-wise in this movie... Yes. Are they going to be shaping Neo to be... Neo in this are they going through different but isn't the point of Neo that in the first Matrix he's not aware until he has the big awakening and he's like oh shit like he can't be smart before the but, but would you set him on the path of being into coding and shit like that I don't know I I, I, I know what you're trying to say yeah I, that seems like a weak premise for it's, an entire yeah movie. I was about to say it's quite weak as a because pre- like the idea is that he has character growth in the first one yeah. He starts from nothing and goes to whatever. Yeah. And then in the third one... Okay, so in the third one... I cannot remember the third one. Was was he the one? Or was... I think... Oh, man. Because there was a bunch of different iterations of The Matrix. There was a 45-minute scene where he was singing I Am The One and Only by Chesney Hawks. Man, I'm really glad they got that on repeat. I'm actually really glad. That was a re- it was really strange that Lawrence Fishburne was there for the whole thing. <laughs> Just, Just staring. <laughs> Just watching. Like, I don't I, I, I need to watch a recap of all The Matrixes before this movie comes out. Yeah, but like, yeah, you go Young Neo. Young Neo is not interesting. Like, Child no. Neo. Child Neo, no. He's just in the Matrix. That's just a man or a boy living a normal life. Yes. And then... In a computer-generated system. And he gets a job in an office. Fair play to him. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Is a handshake. You got promoted. Yes! <laughs> Don't you forget about Neo. <laughs> that was the next song. Yeah. Marvin's like, my God. What's Neo's real name? Uh, who? Uh, John? No. Frank? No. Bill? No. Uh, Ted? No. Why is it? Thomas. Thomas? Thomas oh, Anderson. So close. so close with Bill, Tom, Ted. <laughs> you could have combined all I said Tom, didn't I? No. Uh, did I not? <laughs> you said John. <laughs> That's pretty close. John and Tom. John and Tom. There's <laughs> one letter in there. Yeah. Um, or two. No, no one. just the no, one. Just the one I can spell. Um, yeah, so we have... Matrix 4, we've got a young Neo and a young Morpheus lined up, Sean. This raises more questions than it does answers. It does, and I think maybe that's what they're going for with this movie, that you just think a bit. Maybe there's something where they're reborn as child versions of You can't be reborn. In the Matrix, you could. Actually, the Matrix was reset at the end of Matrix 3. Right. So it's a new Matrix now. And Neo was a cloud or something? He was like a rainbow cloud. He turned into Chesney Hawks and he was singing, I am the one That's and only. I forget. In a cloud. In a cloud. <laughs> How do I remember the name of the guy who sings, I am the I one and only? Like, was this in one of your table quizzes? That uh, you possibly. Connor goes to a table quiz every night. Every night. <laughs> He's got so many raffle prizes. <laughs> Never won. <laughs> um, uh, Keanu Reeves has described the Matrix 4 script as very ambitious. Oh, fuck. Now, here's Speed what, Racer was ambitious. Yeah. Jupiter Ascending was ambitious. Here's what I would describe that as. Kateri strikes me as a man who would never oversay what's uh, exaggerate. No. Something. So if he says it's a very ambitious, I think this is going to be off the wall fucking insane. And the thing is, Keanu Reeves was in The Matrix yeah. 1, 
which I'm sure he thought was ambitious, but then they pulled it off. Mm. So this would be more ambitious. He's thinking... Than The Matrix 1 when, like, in the 90s? 99. In 99, when technology isn't what it is now. Very ambitious is what he said. For such a... A man who's I'm assuming is very laid back... That fills me with dread. <laughs> Absolutely. This could be fucking anything. It could be. This could, but like, this could be just the weirdest fucking cinema experience in the world. Yeah. Because imagine being in the cinema watching the third Matrix. You would be confused as shit. So we get to experience that again. Oh yes. <laughs> Can't wait. We're gonna watch it live. <laughs> it's like just a lot of me going. I don't know what's going on. What? <laughs> Chesney Hawks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is Chesney Hawks still alive? I think so. Okay. Haven't heard anything about him. Well, he's the one and only. He's the one and only. That's his one song. Um, what a classic. What a cl- um, we're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. I'm in a weird mood. Um, we're episode that I'm very interested in. I, I'm not then. Apparently, Nightwing movie has been delayed due to the Batman oh sad but interesting interesting that I didn't Mm. know there was a Nightwing movie in development so it's no secret that Warner Bros has a lot of DC comic related movies in development we will talk about one later on in the show we will yes The Flash Um, now some are definitely happening (laughs) The Flash (laughs) well some are quite static not The Flash The uh, Killer Croc Killer Croc movie that I'm sure they planned (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. They, oh, they would have. Oh, yeah. He turns off that bomb under the sea, or under the river. He's... He he does that weird run into the water. Oh, he does. And yeah. He's like, I want a flat screen TV. What a character arc. What, what a, a character, character arc. Uh, Nightwing falls into the category of the latter, as um, they announced back in 2017 that they are thinking of doing a Nightwing movie, to the excitement of only one, yeah, um, me. Uh, but unfortunately, there's barely any update on its status for approximately a year and a half. Good sights. But did they just say that they're thinking about it? Yeah. And then the internet collectively went, yes, we're definitely getting it next year. I think they were going to do it when Ben Affleck was Batman. And he would get a young ward. And he would... No, he would just... No, because you could do Nightwing if Batman is oh, older. of course, yeah, yeah, You yeah. could just go straight to Nightwing. Yeah, that you makes sense. Skip the Robin. It gets skip more... Robin. Conf- you get... I've never heard that one. <laughs> you get more... I went to school with Skip Robin. Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I believed you completely. <laughs> I trust too easy. Yeah, you do. Um, then, of course, this gets more confusing because you cast Robert Pattinson as a young Batman. A younger Bat. You can't get... Nightwing, because you have like three years of age gap between them. Yeah, they're just friends. <laughs> they're just good pals. I adopt you. I'm like three years younger than you. Well, there was that rumour a few weeks back that there would be a, a Robin, or the possibility of a Robin in the new Batman. Yeah, Timothy Chamelet has come out and said he wants to play it. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, see, I, I read that. I don't yeah. know. I mean, he's handsome enough. He's handsome he, enough. He could, he could do it. Robin's meant to be dick. If he's playing Little Dicky. How old is Little Dicky? Uh, What's a good age? When depends how old Batman is. Mm, uh, that true. would be my response to that. You could you can go through several stages. Uh, well, he's ten. He's around ten when he when his parents die. Yeah. So Batman is probably about thirty, maybe twenty five when yeah. that happens. So he takes him in. But then if you have an older Batman, then obviously you can age up. You can you can do like a Batman animated series where Robin is in college. Right. Okay. 
I think that would be the way to go with it. You'd like an 18-year-old. Well, if Timothy Chabelet is interested. Yeah, that's, that, that's <laughs> he's not playing a 10-year-old. <laughs> shoes on his knees. <laughs> that's the new trend for superhero movies. Sellotape them in. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, according to Forbes' Mark Hughes, director-writer Matt Reeves is using the Batman to build a foundation for not just the trilogy of films within that universe, but also a fully realised Bat-world. Which is hardly surprising, given the character's popularity. That's true. And the fact you have many different characters to build off of. True. But... What's our one rule? Uh, who plan ten movies ahead and it's the best idea ever? Make one good one first. No. No, no. I no. DC have never done that rule. And look how well it's turned out. <laughs> Are we getting another Aquaman? <laughs> I don't know. Or the Trench. Are we getting the trench? I can't remember if we're getting the trench. A weird horror movie based off Aquaman, because Aquaman did well in the box office. Yeah, but no, what would you do with a weird horror movie? So, Robert Pattinson obviously isn't connected to Ben Affleck uh, in any way in that DC universe no, in the Justice friends. League. Not friends in any way. They're two, they're two from age different. The age difference is too large. They wouldn't have anything in common. No. Um, Much like Little Dicky and Batman. Very similar. They don't like each other. Um, so... <laughs> What are your thoughts on not only a trilogy of films in the Batman, but a fully realised Bat-world, Sean? Oh, man. Oh, man. I hope they take everything they've ever learned from making movies and they put it into those three Batman films. (laughs) What would those lessons be? Don't get too big for your boots. Immediately get big. That's what I say. Follow the source material a little bit. Fuck the source material. What do they know? (laughs) Give Batman a gun. Actually, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that relies back to the last point. Like, do you think... What if Robert Pattinson is a Batman that uses a gun in this movie? I will, Again. I will get sick in my hands. And throw it at them. <laughs> throw it at them. That's the stupidest idea ever. They wouldn't do that. Do you, th- do you think they got that from the last one? They would have to. Surely. I don't know. It's DC... I still think there are going to be studio executives involved. He only has one room. <laughs> it's his thing. It's, his, it's the thing he's known for. That's what separates him from other like vigilantes. I'm, I'm fine if he has like seven rules. You're just like, right, we'll pick six of them and we'll skip one. Yeah. The dude only has like one mantra. He's always like, don't kill people, don't use guns. To the point, we've talked about this before, like uh, Batman Beyond, he uses That's a gun as quits. a last resort and he's like, no, I'm done. Yeah. If I had to use a gun to win this fight, then I'm not good enough to be Batman because I'm the same as the criminals. Yeah, it's. Oh. We've already talked about how much how, how much interesting as a character he is with that. I want to discuss the Bat World Nightwing movie itself. Like I would, it would be very easy for me to go on like a big rant of how we need a Nightwing movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think we do personally. Not yet. Not yet. Um, and I'm saying this. <laughs> yeah, like it needs to, like it needs to be a story and not just vigilante justice beating up criminals. I think Nightwing could make you a lot of money, but you need to do Batman right first. Yeah, and what do you do? Where do you take Nightwing? And also, you can't do a Nightwing movie if it's a young Batman, no, as we said. Like you, Nightwing is young Batman. Yeah, he basically like, <laughs> like Nightwing is young Batman but cooler. Yeah. He wears blue. He wears he bears blue. And he has a big mullet in the animated series. <laughs> Jesus, maybe leave that bit out. Don't stick to the source material. <laughs> yeah, actually, don't no, get rid of that mullet. <laughs> That's just awful. Um, so, uh, I, bat a bat universe shot. There's enough characters there that the, you like, could. They could technically 
be more successful with a bat universe than a Justice League movie. I think that's if a very good right. point. Yeah, because mm, there it would there would be more of a reason that everyone would be together. If yeah. you just have this is all in Gotham. Here are those stories. Yeah, and then <clears throat> maybe you do a, a Superman universe, and then you bring them together. That's an outrageous talk. I'm just saying. Yeah, you could make a lot of money. <laughs> Like, if you have a Batman universe and a Superman universe, and then you bring them together into World's Finest, the movie? You're just literally describing the animated series from Superman and Batman in the 90s, when they built up their own separate universes and then did a World's Finest animated movie together, and it was very good. Oh, good lord. (laughs) Oh, good lord. It's already happened. They've literally already done that. Just copy that! It worked super well and everyone loved it. It was pretty good. It was like... Surely they must have thought about that. Surely you just get the lads, like Bruce, Tim, Paul, Edie, who worked on that. Yeah. Just bring them in as like... Story leads. Story supervisors. Yeah, just give them a billion dollars. Just be like, here's... You know, I don't even... Maybe not even a billion. 500 million. Oh, all right. A conservative <laughs> amount. Here's 500 million. If someone writes something that's wrong, just, just say stop. Here's a gun. Here's a t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, no. Give them two guns. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, a bad world, you could go all over the place. you got Batman, obviously. Yeah. Nightwing, you've got any of the Robins, you've got Red Hood, you've got Barbara Gordon, or you could do Barbara Gordon as Oracle, yeah. and then do Stephanie Brown as Batgirl. She could start as Batgirl and then become Oracle. And you Oracle. have the Birds of Prey set up, you could just bring her into that. Yeah. You have that- the Birds of Prey, which is a whole other Gotham franchise. Like yeah, doing it based around the central character of Batman seems more logical. He's your big draw. Yeah. It's like the Arrowverse. Yeah. In a way, because it's all in that one city and here's the main dude, but everyone else comes up to his level. The the only issue with that is that you have to introduce all these characters in the Batman universe. Yeah, and do they need origins? Do Do I need to see Thomas and Martha Wayne get shot again? Well no, I haven't figured quite out what's going on there pearls connor okay. <laughs> oh my god i came across a video last night right and it was like these reaction videos yeah but this woman was watching um batman begins yeah she knew nothing about what batman she'd never seen anything oh she had no idea i thought everyone knew I, my mind was blown maybe right? that's our little echo chamber that we're in but I, not even like have you have you even seen Batman Begins oh my, I mean like no no Batman reference not, no reference whatsoever she didn't even know his parents died so, so was she just blown away by everything she's watching Batman Begins right and they leave the, the opera yeah. and she's like oh I don't feel good about this Oh no! You're right. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, my sweet summer child." <laughs> and then, you too will become numb to this scene. And then, like, the, the Thomas Wayne gets shot, and he, she's like, "No, no, no!" And then Marty gets shot, and she's like, "Oh God, I feel so bad for that kid." Oh, that kid! <laughs> Fuck's sake! And then, if he wasn't such a coward, <laughs> if he could have just stayed watching Zorro. He would have been fine. His parents would have lived. You know what? You're right. Fucking dickhead. Fucking lit. Oh, fucking 
Little Dicky wouldn't do that. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, what happened to his parents? They were murdered. <laughs> murdered. On a trapeze. Tony Zuko. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was actually fascinating. That's like my weak reference. I cannot remember her name, though. Just even oh, Dan Begin's reaction. Know, and it's from like probably. it's from last week. Okay. Um, something Tofu, I think her name is. Uh, awesome Tofu or something like that. But like it was fascinating because then something would happen and she was like... But she's really intelligent in that she's clearly, like, either on a film course or, like, she's really into, like, teams and all that. So yeah. things were happening and she's like, oh, he's going to use his biggest fear, which are the bats, and he's going to let that lead. And I'm like, yeah. And then when it happened, she's like, I knew it. I'm well, like, she, but she didn't have any... She's naturally thinking that. She's t- naturally thinking that before it happens. So her brain, it's not like she's like, I've never seen any movie ever. She's clearly seen lots of movies. Yeah. But, but just she, never had any reference to comic book movies. That's I, amazing. I could not figure it out at all. That's so cool. Yeah. She's going to do The Dark Knight next month, apparently. And I'm like, I can't wait to watch that one. That's going to be class. At the end of the Batman Begins, when the joke character turns up, she's like, oh, is he in the next one? Oh, my God. And somebody commented, ah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> It's a cameo. <laughs> it's a small bit. Um, so, moving on to our next piece of news. That is Inspector Gadget, Sean. Da-da-da-da-da. Inspector Gadget. No. You know I have no rhythm. <laughs> Jurassic World. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, I got there from last week. Very good. Um, <laughs> Disney has an Inspector Gadget reboot. In the work, Sean. Oh my god. Reboot! Reboot season! You know what we need? A reboot of Inspector Gadget. Which. Do we though? Well, I think what, so. Was Inspector Gadget a TV show first? And then a movie with Matthew Broderick? Uh, yes, an animated or, series in the 1980s. Okay, and then a movie with Matthew Broderick. Yes. Not the other way around. Yeah. Okay, good. It was in the 80s, um, and it was just him being a fucking idiot. And, and then, Penny and Penny doing solving all the work. solving all the crowd, but the patriarchy said that as a man he got all of the talent and all the all the acclaim. Was he a police officer? I don't know if that was ever clear, but I think if you have a robot, you bring him into the police force. Well, he's a cyborg. Connor. Mm, Come on, that's true. No, you're don't right. be insensitive. No, you... <laughs> what an inconvenient way of accessing powers, by the way. How so? Go, go, gadget, whatever. Yeah. Mm. Announce your plan to the criminal you're chasing. That's a good point, yeah. yeah. No. What if it was just go, go, gadget, handgun every time? <laughs> that wasn't the later season. <laughs> <laughs> he just solves all issues. And he's like, we have to get the clues. Go, go, gadget, handgun, fuck off. <laughs> fuck sake. <laughs> go, go, gadget, crowbar. <laughs> Penny, come here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, so, they, not only are they doing a Home Alone reboot, Sean, they're now doing, they're bringing in the, the Aladdin producers, and they will produce the Inspector Gadget movie for Disney Plus, okay. and maybe for a wide array of release. Who cares? No, okay, now that's not the right attitude to have. Is Inspector Gadget anyone's favourite thing? Oh, everyone's. Really? Yeah. See, he's really cool, right? Because he's got high-tech gadgets built into his body, Sean. Yeah. Right? I don't know if you've figured this out, but, like, he's got high-tech gadgets. But on the flip side, he's also really, really, really dumb. He's a he's a dumb man. Who do you get to play Inspector Gadget these Matthew days? Matthew Broderick. You do, you bring, Still. Bring back Broderick. Bring back the broads. Oh, my God. What are you taking? I, don't, I, I, I can't think of anyone who could play dumb enough. Yakin Phoenix. Imagine the scenes. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's terrifying. 
<laughs> Ezra Miller. Ezra! Oh, Ezra, be amazing! I want Ezra to be Inspector Gadget. Oh, he's doing nothing! <laughs> he's still writing The Flash. <laughs> the Flash is until 2026. He's got time. He's got plenty of time, actually. He's got actually. plenty he of time. He four seasons of Gadget. Oh, man. Who plays Penny? Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Kaylee Cuoco. Cuoco. <laughs> <laughs> She's older than Ezra Miller, I think. Is she? I think so. They're probably going to say It'll be a fun dynamic. He <laughs> could. <laughs> um, Penny is of course the lady who does Inspector Gadget is who we compare uh, Boba Fett to yes that. You know, he's got he look, he's got cool gadgets but he's an absolute Mr. Magoo of a man and he just falls around the place until he gets into and he just succeeds through not himself yeah he'll say go go gadget roller skates on a hill and then he'll crash into the villain of the week yeah and then he'll like I got him yeah ha ha so do you think the world needs another Inspector Gadget movie no it didn't need the two that we got can you tell me when the first Inspector Gadget with Mike, Matthew Broderick came out 2001 it was 1999 Jesus same Christ. year as The and Matrix, the Matrix. <laughs> In many ways, the same film. <laughs> Basically the same. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is Inspector Gadget. Oh my God. That's the only thing I'll accept. John Wick this. John Wick Inspector Gadget. Oh shit. He's got, oh. He'd be undefeatable. Go, go, Gadget Pencil. Go, go, Gadget Pencil. Go, go, Gadget, uh, who, um, Shingun, obviously. Go, go, Gadget Dog. Go, go. And that's the only one he can do. Kills his dog. Go, go, gadget dog. I can't do it. That's what he does. He goes home to his apartment and he's just, go, go, gadget dog. Go, go, gadget dog. And one of these times it'll work. Oh, that fucking dog. Oh, imagine how sad you'd be. I'm still a little sad. Are you still a little sad? I miss that dog. I know, he killed a lot of people though. He got them back. I don't think so. I don't... No amount of human life equates to one dog. That's actually... All horror movies have taught me that. Yeah. Like, people just watch people get butchered, and then they're just like, oh, don't, don't not kill that dog. If that dog dies. If there's, like, a noise outside, and the dog runs out to, like, protect the owner, and then all you hear is, oh, oh, you're like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Sacrifice yourself. <laughs> Save the dog. Save him. Um, yeah, so they are doing an Inspector Gadget movie shot. I'm very excited about this. I am... As excited as you are, if not more. Um, and how much is that, do you think? Zero percent. Zero percent of excitement. Minus ten percent. Oh, that's not great now, actually. I'm more excited for this to fail. Oh, oh boys. <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn. That's your look. Yeah. Ah, look, a lot of people are getting money out of it, probably feeding families and paying rent. But at the same time... Look, sounds like a shit idea. You know, fuck it. Give it up, lads. Give it up, right? Everyone go home. It's not worth the IMDb credit. It's that... That's a good point. <laughs> that could be a good phrase. <laughs> no, doing this will cause more harm than good to your career. Um, moving on to our next piece of news. Disney CEO confirms that Tom Holland played a key role in the new Sony Marvel Spider-Man deal. I heard this. It bred some good memes. And why do you think that is, Sean? What do you think about this news? I, like... Is it to- is that just Tom Holland saying please? I think uh, Bob Iger, the CEO, has he has confirmed that like Tom Holland was a key part of it. We don't know how much please he said. <laughs> please, 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 please. Please. Uh, so I heard that it was a lot to do with he's in the Uncharted movie with Sony. Oh. And I think he leveraged some of that. Really? Yeah. I didn't hear that. I, this is just something I read, and it, and I, it was it was speculation to be fair, but it was like Holland, Tom Holland is playing the lead role of Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie, um, and it's possible he could have used some of that clout to 
sway Sony's decision. It makes sense. It does make sense to where, like, that could be a very big franchise for Sony. So if Tom is like, look, instead of signing up for one, I'll sign up for a three. Well, Bob Iger has said that uh, the main thing was that they did with D23 and Tom Holland was there because he's doing a voice in Pixar's Oddward. Yes, and yeah, and on the stage, people were clamoring for him to play Spider Man, and Bob Iger apparently seen that, and he was like, "We need this guy back." But then he said they spoke on the phone, um, and he basically made this is what this is that quote. He we spoke, and he basically made a well. He cried on the phone. No, not really, but it was clear that he cared so much, and actually, we care about him. So Tom Holland was on the phone like. Mr. Iger! <laughs> Look, I, I really like all my friends oh, here at oh, Disney. I feel so good, Mr. Iger! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of nice that he's able to... Do that. Do that. And that Bob Iger fucking listened. Do you think Tom McGuire would be able to do that? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't, like... Tom Holland is nearly universally loved as Spider-Man. You though. have the best Spider-Man. Yeah, ever, that we've ever had, I think. Yeah. So... Why wouldn't you hang on to him? Just make it work. We were totally right about that. What? That it all be sorted out by the end of the year. Yeah. No, I'm quite proud of us. Because yeah. uh, Pop Iger said that I felt for him. And it was clear that the fans wanted this to happen. So after I got off the phone with him, I made a couple of calls to our team at Disney Studios. And then I decided to call the head of Sony. And I said, we have to figure a way to get out and get, a way to get this done. Immediately. And Sony said, yes. Now, in fair, hands here's the thing. Bob Iger is obviously making this story to make him sound real cool. Yeah. I'm sure it didn't happen exactly like he says. No, and I'm sure there's a bottom line somewhere. Absolutely. But the idea is that Tom Holland said, it's really good if we get back together because I think we could make a lot more money. <laughs> hey, you up. <laughs> <laughs> you up at 2am. Yeah. Hey, you up. Oh, man. Yeah, I think... I think Tom Holland, we need to all thank him because he used his wily charms of Mr. Oiga. Yeah. Polish your shoes, Mr. Oiga. Is that the deal? He has to polish Bob Iger's shoes. Mr. Foyke. <laughs> He's the shoe shine boy around Marvel now. <laughs> so, yeah, Tom Holland, we all thank you for your famous work. I mean, that's, that's big deals that are being done because Tom Holland is just a very nice boy that people don't want to disappoint. Yeah, and I feel like He's not used to Hollywood where it's quite cutthroat and yeah. all about money. He's just a polite man who thinks that by asking nicely, <laughs> you can get what's needed. And everybody else is so, like, caught off guard. Yeah, like, oh, it's, yeah sure but, thing, Tom. So you asked. <laughs> yeah, you, said, just, you asked and you said, please. They asked. There was none of this. Okay, if we give you these two movies, you owe us these four. He's like, I think we should really get together, guys. I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> guys, could we please keep Spider-Man? In Fuck. the MCU. That's a good point. Just, Actually, nobody's ever taught that. I'd like it. Yeah. Oh, but you'd like it. I would. Somebody get this man a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're finishing off this week. Movie Monday, Sean. Yeah, with a, the biggest trailer of the decade. Of, I would say the century. Man. Mm, the century. Certainly the early half. I would say certainly of the last two weeks of 2019. Yeah. 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 Birds of Prey. Ooh. Birds of Prey, the trailer, and the total emancipation, emancipation of one Harlow, Harley. <laughs> no, try it again. I tried to combine Margot Robbie and, and Harley Quinn together, and I said Har, Harlow. 
Harlow Quabby. Harlow Quabby. Harlow Quabby. And the total emancipation of what Harlow Quabby? Is it the fabulous emancipation? Nah. Fantabulous. Oh, fantabulous yeah. emancipation. How did I know that? But I didn't say that. <laughs> It's all up there somewhere. It's somewhere in there. Uh, Bird to play a trailer. Where do you want to start with this? Ooh, this looks better, doesn't it? I've had... Okay, so I've read two reviews on this trailer. Yeah. One, this is absolute trash. Oh, Worst okay. trailer ever. Right. Other one yeah. was, this is the best trailer ever. This is a great way to start off. Where do we fall? I think it's a great trailer. Okay. It makes me excited for the film. That's the point of a trailer. Yeah. It's. It looks like um, the Joker won't be involved. In no, this, I don't which think is so. Good, but we see him, his face with darts being thrown at it. Um, there's someone I, I read somewhere. They were like, the Joker's like all over this. Like he's going to be a big member. I think like he's probably going to be mentioned twice, and the yeah. both times were in the first trailer. Yeah, I think so. To, like, I don't know. I like Harley Quinn separate from the Joker. Hmm. Because. Uh, Margot Robbie's a fucking amazing actress and she doesn't need him. No, not really at all. And I'm not sure... Like, okay. A big part of this trailer is we see Cassandra Cain. Yes. Who you've done a hero or zero on. Straight up killer. Straight up killer badass. Yes. She looks to be being protected by the birds of prey in this film. She's very young. I think she's like 11 or 12 in this movie. So do you think she's not full killer yet? I don't think she's... I think she's probably a mute... Cassandra Cain is really kind of a mute. Right. Um, I, she probably, Black Mass probably wants to kill her. I have a prediction. Okay. So Cassandra Cain's father is, um, I can't remember the guy's name. Obviously it ends with Cain. Yes. Uh, he's in the League of Assassins. And he has hired Black Mass to kill his daughter because she's defected from, from the, the League, League of, of Assassins. Assassins. Okay. And he's like, you're in Gotham, Black Mask. Here's seven billion dollars from Ra's al Ghul kill her and and you, the birds of prey are somehow involved yeah we see Huntress in a church here's the thing right this trailer the first thing it started to be was nobody else is introduced yeah you see very small snippets that's what a lot of complaints was I heard was that you see very small snippets of everyone else this is bit why isn't it just called the Harley Quinn movie why is it called birds of I prey mean, the names in the title I would say on the flip side Margot Robbie and Harley Quinn is your biggest selling point. Yeah. And to get people interested, you put her front and centre and use her fame to kind of branch off into everybody else. So the first trailer should always be about her. And in the next trailer, you can do the bird to pray. Yeah, that's fair. And yeah, it is very much of... we Like the only attachment we have to this movie is that Harley Quinn is in it and we might be curious where she's what she's got up to. Because I don't think the normal... Aren't the normal folks uh, like <laughs> the, the plebs, the the, ple- the peasants? I don't think people going to see this know really know much about the birds of prey. Like I don't even think I know that much about. The, I know the people in it, but yeah. I haven't read too many birds of prey comics. Don't know books. what they're about. Like I haven't. I don't know their dynamic. I don't know that. So like, I think this is a clean slate. And what you do is you put your ace up front straight away and say. We have Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Yeah, she's carrying this. She's going to carry this. She's going to carry the first trailer anyway. Yeah. Maybe she's the driving force of the story. Um, but that's I think that's a good way to do it as well. Because we all know she's an amazing actress. Actress, Like, if you have her, use her to build up everybody else. 
Yeah, I think that's fair enough. And that's what you should do Yeah, with a movie, is that the strongest person raises everyone else up. You work around their orbit. Yeah. Like the Batman universe. Like the Batman universe. What so, do you think of Black Mask in this? Um, I we, should have known they weren't going to put Hugh McGregor's hands of face in a big black mask. Yeah. But do you think they will at all? I think in the last scene he will. Last fight scene. Right. They, he'll, he'll put the black mask on. The idea of black mask is the mask is meant to be on at all times. It's melted to his face. Yeah, it, it is. It's melted to his face. So, um, I think that's... But that's the same way you cast Hugh, Mac- Hugh and McGregor. You yeah. don't want to not show you. It's like uh, Will Smith and the genie. Yeah. And it's it's like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Yes. Like if you have them, use them. Use that face. Use that face for a trailer. Use that. Like if you just have Hugh McGregor in a black mask, you could just cast anybody in that scene. You could cast Hugo Weaving. You could cast Hugo. could cast Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal again. Yeah. Bring him back. <laughs> it's just manic chaotic energy. I said, oh, that man. He's just, I don't know what he is. There's something about his eyes. That he's, just, he's dead but alive. He's crazy. <laughs> Pure lunatic. Um, yeah, the Harley Quinn intro, she's broken up with the Joker. Um, what do you think stood out to you in this? Like, what are you most excited about? Hyenas. Uh, hyenas, <laughs> the, the first um, the first sighting of any hyenas in yeah. any movies. What's the deal with the hyenas? Uh, they're, oh, I can't remember their names. Um... Jacko and Lafo. Uh, they're two hyenas that Harry Quinn always has. Right. Her and the Joker tend to have them, but they're normally Harry Quinns. Um, and because hyenas laugh. So. Oh, okay. Hyenas are the laughing. So they have them in. They're, they're animals that they're rabid dogs. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty clever. Okay. I'm, I, what am I, I, I'm excited to see. Like, I suppose the. Not even the fight scenes, but the level of combat that all these characters have. Because they're not super-powered. Black Canary is. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Black Canary is, but... um, I'm thinking of Arrow, where she has the thing on her neck. Oh, yeah. I don't... I see. We don't know. It could be that. Is she super-powered, or is it a technology type? Because if it's all, like, ground-level characters fighting ground-level characters, but Mm. it just happens to be comic book characters, that's, like, interesting to me. Yeah. That they they don't all punch super hard. And you have Renee Montoya there, and you have Huntress. Uh, Renee Montoya, this is her first on-screen uh, appearance. She's from the animated series. Right. Uh, she was created in the animated series. She's, she's a police officer. She's Harvey Bullock's partner. Right. Yeah, and she's just, she's just like a really, really good character that just has never appeared in any movies. Oh. And so um, she wasn't even in the comic books until the animated series created her, and then they systematically put her into the comic books like Mr. Freeze like Mr. well yeah his backstory yeah, yeah. Um, so it's cool that she's getting uh, an outing in this because she becomes the question later on which is another hero it's like an investigative that sounds like a golden age the, the question or like a radio superhero I was going to do the question on a hero zero several times and I was like this is so deep that we're going to be here for 45 minutes oh, so uh, yeah I, I will eventually do the question before this movie comes out I would okay. do Renee Montoya and the question. Excellent. But um, the accent. Harley Quinn's accent in this. It's it's very Harley Quinn heavy, so forgive us if we're talking Harley Quinn a lot yeah, here. This is, like you said, this is her trailer. Yeah. So the accent. Did you, was her accent that strong in Suicide Squad? I can't even remember. It must have been. I, I think it was. I Yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think back. I genuinely don't remember just, much of Suicide Squad. I just literally uh, think of her as just doing Margot Robbie's voice. 
Yeah. Which was a touchy go in Suicide Squad? Did it come and go whenever she wanted? Oh yeah, I think she might have turned it on. I think there were certain Harley Quinn lines. Okay. If you get me. Like lines very written as if it was Harley Quinn. And then the rest of it was kind of Margot Robbie doing a voice. Okay. Do you Fair, get me No, that? no, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. So yeah, in this one, the, the accent she was doing, I was like, I think she did that. She definitely did it in Suicide Squad. But if I remember correctly, it was like, she did it and then there's another scene in one of the reshoots where it wasn't as strong. Yeah. And then it was back to being really strong again. Uh, yeah, and I think the reshoots did that and that you can't have it exactly the same what do you think i think the cinematography looks amazing this looks class it looks colorful yeah but like i don't know it's not quite like rave neon colors but there's a little bit of just vibrant everything is dark as a background yeah except the characters are the birds of prey who are all bright yeah or harley quinn is all bright anyway all bright as a way to stand out yeah and even like black mask he's he has the the suit and the gloves of Black Mask. Yeah. But he's against just a red wall with black accents on it. Yeah. Like, so he pops out as well. And it's just good. Like, all these... The cinematography, and I think it's... The style is there. What you need is substance as well. If we yeah. all remember... Why I'm... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, Highlighting this. Apprehensive. Oh, okay. Good. Better word. Better word. <laughs> why I'm apprehensive about this trailer is... Do you remember a certain Suicide Squad trailer that involved Bohemian Rhapsody? I do. That looked... Fucking amazing. It looked unreal. Looked yes. like a great movie. I'm very wary of this whole thing. Because what we got was a nighttime fight with black brown monsters. Yes. Through smoke. Who knows what this could be? So, like, I'm like, this looks really cool. But is it all style and no substance? Or is there some stub- substance here? See, again, I think this is a case where you have to hope that they learned from the last one and learned what not to do, more importantly. <sighs> it seems like. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot. It seems like a lot to <laughs> Imagine ask. trying to learn from your mistakes. Lunacy. DC, no sorry. No, sorry. But I'm... I am... I think I'm looking forward to this. Okay. Is it alright? She stands with her heels into that guy's kneecap. Ah, but look. I don't... I think it's PG-13. Or is it alright? It's never... It, they no. haven't released the rating. But no, but I don't think they do an R rating on it. So then how is she putting her heels in some dude's kneecap? I don't think that's PG-13. I, oh, the, like the list of things that are allowed in certain age brackets are insane. Yeah. They have one fuck in this movie. They're allowed to say fuck once. It's PG-13, yeah. Yeah, which uh, someone was saying in Endgame they wanted Cap to say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Language. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, at the end of Infinity War when everyone gets snapped. Instead of saying oh, we lost, he just goes, Fuck. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> just him in the car, just like really angrily punching a tree. And it's just like, you just see him fighting the tree in the background. Everyone's just kind of looking at him. And he's like, fuck, 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 yeah. fuck. <laughs> we fucked up, lads. <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. Instead of pointing at people. I'm so mad. Hawkeye, you prick. I hate you, Hawkeye. <laughs> I hate you, grab, Jeremy Renner. Grab some by the collar. I've always hated you, Renner. I've hated you the most. <laughs> he just snaps. <laughs> Chris Evans goes mental. <laughs> and they keep it all in. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the fight scenes in this look really good. They do. Um, it's got a variety of combat as well. Yeah, because Huntress isn't like... Huntress can do head to hand, but... She prefers range. She prefers range, obviously. Or even medium, like... Yeah. Shoot you from across the room. Black Canary 
is a very good fighter, but she also has superpowers. So how yeah. do you work that in? Does she just go straight to the superpowers or does she go hand-to-hand and then go to the superpowers? Yeah. Renee Montoya is a gun and police training. Gun and presumably. police training, yeah. And Harley Quinn is baseball batter. Harley Quinn is manic aggression. Yeah, Harley Quinn, you can't predict what she's about to do. She can't predict what she's about to do. She yeah. just kind of does things. She has a big mallet, and she could hit you with that, or she could flip around you four times and just, like, kick you in the face. Yeah, it's very gymnastic, very movement-y combat from and, her. And that's that's good, because I think the endless amount of villains will come from Black Mask's goons. Yeah, um, just the men. We, we see them wearing Black Masks, yeah. actually. So maybe Maybe the idea is that everybody else but him wears Black Masks. Could be. Like, it could also be that in a fight, he'll put on a black mask so you don't know which one he is. Yeah, that's it. that would actually be a clever way to do it. Yeah, that everyone wears the same thing, and until he's fighting, he's without the mask. And he uses it as protection, rather than as it's sewed onto his face, or yeah. burned onto his face. No, I can totally see it getting burned onto his face at the end of this movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he puts it on for the battles, and yeah. then the building's on fire... And a big piece of wood falls and it burns his whole face together or whatever. There you go. Easily done. And he gets eaten by a hyena. Ah, Two hyenas. Why Um, not? uh, So, yeah. I think this movie, there was two separate arguments. It was like, this is the worst trailer ever because it only relies on Harley Quinn. Other side was like, you might as well use Harley Quinn if you have her. Yeah. I think it looks better than Suicide Squad the entire movie. Yeah, but also it doesn't look better than the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer. It's also true. Hmm. Can we trust DC? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm scared. I want Todd Phillips to direct this. Like, bring him back. He's so fun. <laughs> he loves comedy. He loves fun. Loves to laugh, Mr. Phillips. <laughs> um, yes, the Birds of Prey trailer has come out. I'm cautiously optimistic. That is the best way to describe it. Yes. Will you watch any more trailers? Uh, I think I'd like to see a trailer that involves the rest of the Birds of Prey. I didn't really need the Har- Harley Quinn, personally. You didn't need that soul to you. Like. I didn't need that soul. I, like, I'm like, Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn, perfect. That's grand. Yeah. That's in the bag. Well, that's locked in, That's lads. That's locked in. Give me the whoever else is in this movie. Yeah. Because they're kind of the people that you need to sell to us. Yeah, because they're probably going to be in more stuff. Yes. Uh, so, Birds of Prey, thumbs up. Thumbs up for now. Thumbs in the middle. Oh, middle thumb. <laughs> um, I think that's going to be it for this week's that was a good week. We did a lot of good reporting. A, a lot of good reporting. Um, I sounded great. The, uh, we don't know yet. We don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> Do you want to take us out, Chuck? Yes, thanks everyone very much for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with an episode of Weird News Wednesday. Friday with an episode of Hero Zero. And next Monday with another brand new episode of Movie Mondays. Brand new. Brand new. Joker review. Joker review. It's, it's uh, look... Here's a spoiler. We review it. Oh, good yeah. spoiler. Um, uh, thank you, everyone, to, who supports us on Patreon. It really helps us uh, keep this show going. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, we have a link in the description, or it's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. No pressure, but just it's a way to help the show out. The best way to help the show out is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one. Just the one. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Heroes for Hire pod, Instagram Heroes for Hire podcast. Facebook Here's for Hire podcast or you can shoot us an email at Here's for Hire underscore at Outlook.com You are getting really good at that Oh look I say it a couple of times A couple of times every <laughs> single week Every single week um, Yeah so we'll be back as, as you said later on in the week Weird News Wednesday I've been Connor Lawl I've been Sean Lee And we'll see you next week guys Bye Bye Hold up 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to Quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.